an X-Files podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today we are talking about season six, episode 20, which is three of a kind. Definitely not the season finale. Nope. I totally thought there were 20 episodes in the season. There's 22. We lied to you. Well, I lied. You found that out today (laughs) or corrected us today, but it's Saturday day it's sunny porter's never record during the day porter's laying in a sunbeam on a pillow looking real comfy and then after this we're gonna go to a new plant shop and have fun hell yeah yeah good day it's almost like the sun like heals us and (laughs) we need it cures our feelings (laughs) well it's always like awkward right when it's been like rainy and fucking gray and like for the past two weeks, I've been waking up before the sun, and then, like, basically by the time I get home, it's Sounds already fun. dark. Yeah. So I spend all of the sunlight hours in an office in a basement. Um, and then I'm like, I can't believe I'm so tired. Like, <laughs> why am I so tired and so depressed? Like, yeah. and then today it's like 55 and sunny, and I'm like, wow. I feel really good today. <laughs> I wonder what that is. I don't know. Yeah. We're just little plants. That's all. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> we need water and sunlight Yep. to photosynthesize. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I did not remember a lick of this episode. No. But I do like it, mainly because it's the Lone Gunman. Yeah, this is a very uh, Lone Gunman like centric episode yeah it's really fun i also really love that it's um there no there's no molder in this episode at all um (laughs) which is not what i like obviously you guys know i love molder so that's not why i like it but i like that they changed the dynamic where now it's like only scully helping them yeah um that's really fun because like that's definitely different than other episodes that we've experienced with them right i mean obviously they're Mulder's bffs so yeah but they're just taking a break from him right now yeah i know they were like <laughs> no we don't need Mulder's help we need scully she's smart yeah and she's a babe and she's a babe so it's a win-win yeah um so this episode is like loosely a sequel kind of although it's not in order but it's like a continuation of um an episode from the fifth season unusual suspects which was the one where suzanne modeski um meets the lone gunman and at the end of that episode she is kidnapped and like put in a car so yeah they're um, like a different convention yeah they're on at a mufon convention right i think so yeah. yeah Um, but in Canada, Toronto, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> don't know. But either way, so um, it's been a while since we watched that episode. But probably, like, if you haven't watched that episode in forever, um, or you need a little refresher, like, I think it's worth kind of rewatching that before watching this. But if you feel like you remember most of it like it was a pretty big plot point so i feel like it's important to just kind of brush up on yeah um 
let's just get into it, I guess. Um, the setting of this episode is in Las Vegas at a um, a defense. What is it? You just said it. I mean, we originally start out with Byers doing like a Mulder moment with poetry, talking about <laughs> yeah, like true. a recurring dream that he has, which is basically he's married to Suzanne and they have a kid and yeah. live. And JFK was never assassinated, which is not yeah. happening. But and people trust their government and the government is like for the people yeah. and whatever. That's like, that's his whole dream. Yeah. And he says that. He keeps having this dream, but at the end of it, it always ends the same with him alone. And he's just like in the middle of a desert, just all alone. Yeah. Um, looking out. So. Yeah. But that's sad. Yeah. He's lonely. Um, it's okay. And he still loves Suzanne. Yeah. But. Yeah. We go to Vegas for this one. Yeah. We're. I um, believe we're in 1999 because the thing says DEFCON 99. Yeah. Um, well, is that like Department of something? I don't know. Defense it... um, contractors. Defense. I don't know. I know a lot of the people. I feel like if working... I look it up, it's gonna be dumb Kanye shit. So I don't want to. <laughs> um, I know like a lot of them work for the Department of Defense, though. So yeah. like the DoD. Um, Ooh, speaking of Kanye and Nazis. Oh, God. I watched um, a movie about Marcel Marceau um, that Jesse Eisenberg was in. And uh, Marcel Marceau was like a French mime. He did like all the Charlie Chaplin uh, things in World War II, but he like saved a bunch of Jewish children and like got them into the, got them into Switzerland. But there's, a scene where basically Jesse Eisenberg just like steals fire <laughs> from like a fire performer and mm-hmm. he steals a swig of beer and holds it in his mouth and then sets a fucking Nazi on fire. It was so sick. It's called Resistance. It's on Prime right now. Okay. Love it. And um, Bella Ramsey, who plays Ellie, is in it. And I did not know that. It was not on purpose, I promise. But they did such a good job. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm obsessed with them. Um, Politely. <laughs> DEFCON is a hacker convention held annually in Las Vegas. Oh. Um, the first one took place in June of 1993. Okay. And um, many like people that go there are like either cybersecurity, journalists, lawyers, federal government employees. Okay. Um, that makes Security sense. researchers. And hackers with a general interest in software, computer architecture, and hardware modification. So, bunch of fucking nerds. Yep. <laughs> but basically, it's a hacker convention. That's why the lone gunmen are there. <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? Because it's like, like I guess it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like all of these government employees that are trying to figure out how to make sure that people can't hack into their systems, mm-hmm. right? And like security. And then there's like hackers that go to try to figure out yeah. how to like hack, hack into the system that they're trying yeah. to fix. And I think that's really funny. Um, so that's where we're at. We're at DEF CON. Um, and the lone gunmen are basically undercover. Um, Byers is acting as a man named Stuart, um, 
Fenston? I think so. I don't know. He's Pretty playing sure. um, poker. Yeah, maybe Texas Hold'em or something. I don't yeah, know. some card game that but Aaron yeah, and I don't know how to play. <laughs> they're playing blackjack or yeah. poker or something. Because I think it's serving a double purpose of like getting information on people, but I do think they're like trying to win some money. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because um, he's there. Frohickey is posing as like the waiter that yeah. comes to the table, and then Langley is working on the back end at the computer and... I think Byers has an earpiece in. They probably yeah. all have earpieces in. Right. Um, basically trying to like look things up that the people are talking about so he can like, what? <laughs> Add to the conversation, I guess. Yeah, and get information from them if he like starts a conversation and yeah. kind of like with the hope that they'll start talking about what they're doing. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, this backfires pretty quickly. Yeah. There's a man at the table who, like, I think immediately pretty much, like, spots that Byers does not fit in. And he's like, what are you working on? And um, he – or his badge says, like, what department he works for or whatever. And he's like, oh, like, how did you guys fix fix this issue with, like, the AR-135 and Byers is like, oh, mm, yeah. that issue. Yeah, because he says a specific word, which is delimination. Yeah. So obviously Langley's like looking into it and can't fucking find anything. So I think Byers just like makes something up on the spot. Yeah. But it backfires because delimination's not a real fucking thing. Right. So, so the guy's like, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. So he kicks, Um, he has like the security guard kick all of them out yeah um also Byers was being like real brave at this table so <laughs> not only is he kicked out all of them are kicked out they are not going to be able to get back in but also on top of that they are three thousand dollars poorer yep. so he like bet it all even though he had no business doing that yeah um so it's not like a great start for them <laughs> I mean, do they ever have a great start? Right. <laughs> um, so they go back to the room and they're just kind of like commiserating and being like, fuck, like, what do we do? We have no money now. Like, we just ruined everything. Yeah. Um, Langley's bummed. Now everyone's like kind of on, like, like everyone knows who we are now kind of thing. So like, we can't just like put on that disguise and sneak in again. Like, what if we see that same guy? Like, that's not going to yeah. work. Yeah. Um. And then they get a knock on their door, and we are introduced to Jimmy and Timmy. They're so fucking annoying. Um, They're so fucking annoying. Right. They have this, like, constant <clears throat> little joke that they think is funny, where they knock or they, like, touch your back or something. They're like, huh, free CIA. And obviously, the lone gunmen are like, wow. Good one. So <laughs> funny. Ha-ha. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, of course, get them all. I get Jimmy and Timmy mixed up really quickly, but... Um, it's okay. Jimmy is wearing, like, a... What is it? It says, like, government patsy on it. Yeah. And it has, like, um, like a bullseye, and it's, like, kind of wild. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we didn't get anything either. And they're like, well, probably because you're wearing that shirt kind of calls <laughs> you out as not one of them. Right. right. Like, what the hell? Um, 
but you know they come up and they're just like yeah like whatever and they kind of tell them that they're going they're planning on getting into um the convention tomorrow and that they say that they have a way to get in um so they're like it's okay like we're not worried about it we still have a plan um however after this um while they're like kind of talking about like why buyers like went all in and like risked everything like why is he doing this like what is the point and kind of comes to light that he is still looking for Suzanne Modeski mm-hmm. um, and that he like still loves her. He's convinced that she's out there somewhere, even though everyone else is like, she's definitely dead. We saw her get kidnapped by the government. Like yeah. they don't exactly let people go after that. So um He's like, no, I just, I just know that she's out there, and I just want to keep going to these um, conventions. They're to twin find flames. Her. They are twin flames. <laughs> he can um, feel when she's nearby, and their souls are like touching. Yeah, he can feel it. <laughs> um, so that's kind of why he got them into this whole mess, right? Is because he's still just holding out hope that Suzanne is alive somewhere that he'll be able to see her. Um, at one of these conventions and he's just convinced that he's going to find her. Um, however, they, they this go- works because he sees her in passing. Yeah, because they're like in the casino, casino part. Yeah, they're doing like penny they're slots to, and stuff. Trying to get their money back. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not working. No. Um, but he like sees her passing and um he runs after her obviously yeah but he's not able to catch her so she disappears and they decide they need to um look at other options here so scully gets a call from Mulder in the middle of the night like 2 30 in the morning and she's like why the fuck are you calling me right now and he's like it's an emergency. Like, I need you to get on the next plane to Vegas. Like, the lone gunmen need you. Yeah. And she's like, what is this about? And he's just like, I can't talk because it might be traced. And this know, is just, an unsecure line. Yeah, just get here. Yeah. Which, like, honestly, that sounds like Mulder. So, um, yeah, but we fucking see that it's the fucking but three it's lone really, gunmen yeah, on, the lone like, gunmen a program. Disguising their voices so as Mulder. Yeah, they can, like, type in the words and it yeah. spits out Mulder. That's some smart AI right there. Right? Especially for 99. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. But, you know, we realized that that's going to... Uh, so Scully's on her way. Mulder, they're like, why, you know, what, why are we going to ask Scully and not Mulder kind of thing? And they're like, well, Mulder has quite the reputation, so we can't risk. He's too high profile. Yeah. People know him here. So if he was here, they would know that he's like here to deed, like basically find out shit about the government and stuff. So they're like, yeah, that cause a ruckus can't work. Um, What happens next? Byers is getting ice. Oh, yes. And 
when while he's doing that, he sees the guy from the poker game that kicked him out go to a room and he's watching him. And when the guy opens the door, Suzanne's in there. And they kiss. kiss, they greet each other, and then they're like giddy and giggling and close the door. And Byers is like not fucking okay. No, poor but, thing. He just got his heart broke. Yeah. Um, and he's like goes back to the room and he's immediately like she's been brainwashed like he's he's got her under his spell and like she wouldn't do this willingly like she must be brainwashed whatever we need to like essentially like rescue her um they find out that the other person who is the guy in the poker game that got them kicked out um who is also with suzanne He's a, he works for the Department of Defense uh, in New Mexico, and he's, like, kind of a pretty big deal. Um, so that, like, further, basically, like, Byers is, like, he must have been in on the project. Like, he is definitely controlling her. Yeah. Um, Which means getting into the conventions, like, discussion panels it's very important. Right. So they talked to their friend Jimmy, who said that he was going to be able to get into the like arena or the like whatever conference room yeah. that they're dealing with. And they're like, we need to get in today. Yeah. Um, and so he basically goes through the vents to figure out what's going on there. And he's recording everything. But then he sees his friend Timmy down there. Yep. And he's like, what the fuck is Timmy doing here? Yep. Um, and Timmy definitely sees him. So, which normally would not be that big of a deal because they're friends, right? Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> they're not friends. Uh, Jimmy, like, scoots out of there real quick. And then as he opens, like, the um, air vent thing, he's pulled out. And he is injected by something. Um, and Timmy is there. And he's basically like, you're fucking stupid. I hate you. Yeah. We're not friends. Also undercover. Also, yeah. I, I was actually part of the CIA. Yeah. Great comeback. Because <laughs> um, this is also when Scully arrives. Yeah. Um, but Scully, it, well, first of all, so he's caught. Um, and then they inject him with something. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't really know what it is until later we find out that Jimmy has been found. Um, he just, he jumped in front of a bus. Like the bus driver basically said that they had like no indication and then he just jumped. Yep. Um, and Right around this time, Scully arrives, um, and so obviously she's going to have to do the autopsy, but <laughs> meanwhile, um, we go to Suzanne's hotel room where she is alone and her um, fiancé is not there. His name's Grant, so that's what we'll call him from now on, yeah. the poker player. Um, however... Frohickey had snuck into her room before she got there um, to try to plant cameras so that 
they could spy. They could spy on her and figure out if she really is like a double agent or brainwashed or if all of this is fake and she's the bad guy. Yeah. Um. So he goes in there, but then she comes in like right afterwards. So he's like, fuck, what do we do? Um. He hides in the bathroom. He hides in the bathroom. And then... Byers knocks on the door. Think, yeah. Do we think that that's planned? I don't... I don't know. Maybe? Because I don't know if Byers knows what Frohickey and Langley are up to necessarily. Okay. Because I think he's with scully when she arrives like he's talking to her in the lobby i think so i don't know if he's like been with them for a little bit but it works yeah. out and it's fine um but yeah buyers knocks on the door and she knows who he is and he, she's trying to basically convince them that grant is a good guy and she's not brainwashed and like he He's like in on it, right? Yeah, so he's, he's a good like, guy. He's also like delaying the um the project and he's trying to essentially like he's trying to help her and they're both gonna escape and like that's the whole plan and yeah. stuff. So like he's on and her side. Expose the government. Yeah. And he was one of the guys that was that kidnapped her and stuff, but secretly like he's a double agent and he's actually working to help her yep um so they're gonna get married yeah so i think that this gives um frohiki enough time to escape though right yeah um because i think you were writing notes but we see them close the door um suzanne goes back into the bathroom starts drawing the bath but in the corner you can see the air vent thing moving which is Frohickey escaping okay because then like three seconds later he drops out of the air vents like right behind buyers and he's like she's a popular lady what's up <laughs> um so they they catch up on that but we go back to scully and langley is gonna sit in on the autopsy and this is hilarious yeah what a weenie. Um, so Jimmy, aka James Belmont, he um obviously has some severe injuries because he's dead. Um, yeah. and also because he got hit by a truck yeah. or a bus, sorry. Um so he's pretty he's pretty rough looking right yeah. now. Um well, Langley is not having a good time. Yeah. Immediately. Well he's also like this was not a suicide. Yeah. Like, there has to be some other thing that either influenced him or that killed him. And then he was just, like, placed and smushed. But right, that's the main reason why this is all happening. But, yeah, he's... <laughs> he does not have a strong gut. No. I and mean, then... I, I kind of get it. I mean, I don't relate, but... <laughs> um, As Scully is, like, basically just starting to do the autopsy... He has, he needs to leave the room. Yeah. He like ends up throwing up. He's like puking everywhere. He's not having a good time. So he runs out. And as soon as he runs out, Scully is um, doing the autopsy. 
and she finds a puncture wound behind Jimmy's ear. Yeah, she's like on the floor doing something, and I really don't know um, what. Yeah, I don't really but, know. Yeah, she notices that. And then, like, almost immediately afterwards, she is attacked and injected. Um, and so they she, leave. Yeah. And she falls. She and then falls that's over, what Langley hears. And yeah, Langley comes running to see what happened. And she is, like, basically passed out on the floor. Oh my and God. she is not herself. She is. Like, there's no word to describe it. It's just. She's loopy. She's, she's like. Like, after you get air. your fucking wisdom teeth out. Yeah. She's um, trying so hard to push the fucking table, but it's obviously like the wheels are locked. So she's like, How do you do this? And it's like trying with all of her fucking might. And when Langley's like, so, like, what happened? She's like, mm, nope. What did she say? Hold on. She's like, my medical opinion. And then she just goes, beep. She's <laughs> like, so fucking stupid. And my medical opinion, beep. And then she claps her, head, her hands together like he got smushed. He got smushed. <laughs> so um, funny. Yeah, so, she's, like, totally fucking out of it. Yeah, She's it's like, really, no thoughts, just vibes. It's really weird that, like, Lingley kind of gets it, but, like, is taking her word for it. Right. He's like, oh, okay. He he went smush. He thinks she has bad l- jet lag. Yeah. Which, okay. But, like, you would think, yeah, that they would be like, okay, no, we want more, um, more evidence or whatever or like maybe we do the autopsy when you're not fucking jet lagged i don't know (laughs) also no one acts like that when they're jet lagged like she is on drugs um so there's that definitely got spiked yeah they go back to view the footage that they had gotten from suzanne's hotel room um and it's basically saying that like the plan is still on schedule and like blah, blah blah whatever um and so, like, it kind of, it looks pretty bad for Suzanne, to be honest. Like, it looks sketchy. But then she actually knocks on the door and is like, what are you guys doing? I like, you, you forgot this in my room. Yeah, I know you guys have been watching me. It's yeah. fucking weird. Stop. Um, And that's when she's, like, really trying to convince them, like, nope, Grant is a nice guy. He is going to help me. And, like whatever like i trust him he like this is real she like basically says that she had to pretend to switch sides and that's why she's at this conference and like publicly is very much like a government official you know yeah like she's just like yeah i don't agree with the project still i'm not brainwashed like i know what i'm doing but i have to play the game so that i don't die um and, like, this conference is supposed to be, like, finally when we can escape. I think they also see, I don't think it's recorded. I think it's, like, a like a live stream, I guess, of Grant and someone else talking in the room. And it turns out that he's been lying to her. Like, I don't remember exactly what was said, but she's, like, not happy at fucking all. Um, and definitely feels a little bit betrayed because I think it's just her and Byers in the room watching it. I don't, I think everyone else is oh, gone. 
Um, yeah, because Langley and Frohickey are in the casino. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's like a little bit later because I think it's when she realizes that Scully's been drugged. No, I think it's a, a separate, sep- like a tiny separate incident. Okay. Because Langley and Frohickey are down and then Timmy, who we know fucking sucks, comes up and was like, hey, all yes, the guys are yeah. like in my room and we're going to have like a D&D in Jimmy's honor whatever yeah yeah. like come on up so they leave and then we're left with frohickey and he gets this wild look on his face because he hears scully giggling so loudly yeah like consistently yeah and i don't think he's ever heard her laugh at all let alone giggle right so he like follows and then sees her surrounded by these men and she's in a chair and is just like loopy out her goddamn mind. Um, we notice Morris Fletcher is there. Yeah. Who was, I don't think it's like a plot point at all, but like Aaron and I were both just like, wait, what? Yeah, and- I don't understand like if that was intentional. It must have been. Yeah. Um, I- because. If you, like, don't remember, um, Morris Fletcher is, he was in charge of all of the, like, Area 51 stuff. Yeah. Um, Well, he's the one that switched bodies with Mulder and bought Mulder his waterbed. Yes. And almost hooked up with Scully. Um, right. So, like, funny that he's there kind of makes sense, but I wish they, like, touched on it. But basically, he, like, offers... Scully a cigarette. Wow. Offers Scully a cigarette. And Froke Hickey's like, you don't smoke. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, I just gotta find out who's gonna Girl. light my fire. <laughs> she's she's fucked up. Yeah. She is having a great time, I think. But yeah. it's um slightly funny since we like literally never see her like that. Right. But Fro Hickey's like, You don't smoke. Come on. Like everyone go. fucking get away from him or yeah. from her. They're all, like, making fun of him because he is Frohickey, and she keeps calling him Hickey, and that she, like, She's like, I love Hickey. Which we know Frohickey has, like, a giant crush on Scully, so it's hilarious. But, yeah, he starts taking her up to the room because Byers and Suzanne are in there. And then I think he comes in with her, and Byers, like, I've never seen her drunk. And then that's when Suzanne is like, she's not. Yeah. She definitely got like, she starts looking behind her ears and Scully's like touching her. It's so so funny. Um, But she sees the like injection site and she's like, no, she's definitely been like drugged. And unfortunately this is definitely something that like Grant and I created. Yeah. And this is when she realizes like, for sure that he's fucked her over because yeah. she's like, wait, no, like this doesn't make any sense. Um, the only people that have it is me and Grant. Yeah. And it's, yeah, they call it AH, um, antiotic, I think maybe some antiotic sort of histamine, but basically it promotes suggestibility and makes higher brain functioning. Like 
impossible basically yeah um you know kind of like brainwashing yeah and so they realize that this is also obviously what happened to their friend yep um and so he became highly suggestible and they suggested he take a walk in front of the fucking bus yep um then we kind of get like a close-up and we see that langley has also been injected when he went up to the room for D. yeah because he was basically like attacked and then injected with yeah. it um no one else seems to like notice this but we are aware of it yeah um but we also follow langley back to he's like talking with timmy right mm-hmm. and they are basically setting him up to assassinate somebody right. um what the next day at the convention or like later that day i don't know at the convention yeah i I mean i don't really know timeline doesn't really matter anymore i think it might be like the next day but it doesn't really matter yeah um but yeah he gets orders to um get into the convention he gives him like a badge and everything he's like you'll be able to get in with this and then he's ordered to shoot this person shoot at this the target time. we don't know who the target is at right. this point but he just says like you know the target will be up on the panel at ten fifteen. there's gonna be a break called and then at that time you'll get up and shoot the target three times yep um this works so like Langley's able to get into the conference. He watches, and then we see him approach Suzanne and shoot her three times, which obviously is jarring. Yeah. Um, but because Scully couldn't get in, yeah, she tried, but they wouldn't let her in even with her FBI badge. Right. But since there were gunshots, her and the security guard go in. Yeah. Because I'm sure she was like, hmm, "I'm a doctor. Gotta do this." Um. So they rush to Suzanne's side and she's like you gotta call for help so he calls what we think is 911 but it's rerouted back to Frohickey and Byers and they have like paramedic gear on and they come down which is putting together the plot points that this is all a little show with everyone well with them involved um so they take her like she bled everywhere yeah um so they're going back up, but Timmy comes over and does the fucking Mulder thing and sticks his finger in the pile of blood and tastes it and can taste that it's fake. Yeah. It's like cornstarch or corn Whatever. syrup or something. Yeah. Not blood. Um, A little nasty. Yeah. Also, why? I mean, he must have already assumed because like otherwise, why are you tasting blood on the fucking floor? But whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Oh, did we miss that Suzanne gave them something or gave at least Scully something to contradict? Oh, the shot? yeah. Scully's back to normal. Oops. Yeah. Sorry. She's yeah. not doing this as a bimbo. She's back to normal. <laughs> um, I love the idea of Scully as a bimbo. It is really fun. That makes me so happy. So, um, Scully brings Grant to, she's like, follow me. And she brings him to the hotel room where he opens it up. The lone gunmen are there and also Suzanne is there. And she's yeah. still covered in blood. Um, but 
we very realized alive. that she's very much alive. Um, so basically what happened, they like made this whole plan because um, Langley realizes that he was injected or someone realizes that Langley yeah. was injected and um, Suzanne's able to give him like the reversal. Um, so she injects him with the like antidote antidote yeah i guess something um and then they carry on as if they were going to do that plan that he was set up to do Mm -hmm. um however they hide like blood packets in suzanne's um shirt so that it's like it's a fake gun it's fake blood everything but it still gives suzanne a chance to escape um and so she's like because to everyone else's concern she's dead dead yeah um so it was all orchestrated to help suzanne escape this unfortunately grant is a piece of shit um so grant is like there suzanne basically just wanted to i think confront him about Mm -hmm. why he did this and why he like essentially made her like fall in love with him made her believe that he was in love with her that they were gonna get married that all of this was real just to basically fuck her over in the end she's like why would you save my life just to then take it away again yeah and he says that he had to because they would kill him too fine but bullshit answer yeah no it just sucks and then timmy arrives and it's like unclear if grant was working with Timmy if he thought that Timmy was going to be in there to kill Suzanne, but he goes in there and immediately kills uh, Grant. And he points the gun at Suzanne, but takes her, ends up taking her to the lone gunman suite because he knows that they'll, like, they'll answer the door for her. Yeah. So she goes into the suite and he goes in behind her um, and he's going to... Oh, yeah, they left because Suzanne asked for a moment of privacy. Yeah. And it's like, wait, they literally yeah, they're were like, in right, there. No, they're down in the they're in back different in hotel. Room. Yeah. Um, hotel room, like just down the hall. But so Timmy goes in um, and he is about to shoot the lone gunman. Well, um, Byers like comes in and tries to punch him or tries to like take him down. And Timmy just like, yeah, punches him, knocks him out. And then I think it's about to shoot Langley, right? I think so. And then they hit him with the... Byers steals his injector gun and injects him in the ankle. Yeah. And gets him right before. So he falls. um... He had this really cool line before like trying to kill him. About how like like, if it wasn't for you and your... Meddling, you meddling kids and your stupid dog, whatever they say in Scooby-Doo. He's, he's like, you know, the best thing about killing you three is I won't have to dress like you anymore. Yeah. Just rude. You could have had your own style, Timmy. God. But they use this to, like, control mind control him into turning himself in for the murders of Suzanne and Grant. Yeah. So he turns himself in. Kind of wild that no one thinks, like, that's definitely not... Cause, like, Everyone saw Langley. Like, I don't... Yeah, but he left. He escaped. Yeah, but, like, don't you think that, like, someone would be like, that's not the guy that I saw shoot someone? But whatever. I agree. No one does. It's fine. So he goes away, and 
Byers goes to say goodbye to Suzanne. Yeah, he puts her in a taxi. She wants him to come with him. He's like, no, it's going to be, it'll be easier if you just go by yourself. And and safer. And safer, yeah. They Um, share a smooch. She's like, she gives him a a wedding ring. She's like, this was supposed to be for Grant, but it's for you now. Gross. Um, Which, I mean, isn't that what everyone wants? Yeah. A wedding ring that was for someone else. Yep. Um, And the person giving it to you fucking disappears. Right. I just need you to look over at Porter and see how cute he is. He's snuggling his snake. Oh, my God. He's spooning his snake. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, he leaves or she leaves. He goes back inside, and then um, there's like this constant small joke about Byers wanting to kill himself. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, you'll be fine because now you can grow old with us." And then I think Langley's like, "Do you actually want him to kill himself? Because he probably will at the thought of that." Right. Um, and we close out with Scully calling Mulder, asking him where he is. And we find out that, yes, Mulder did not know anything and he was not in Vegas. Yeah. So Scully is going to kick the three gunmen's asses and that's where that's where it ends. Yeah. I have like one tiny fun thing because I didn't notice it. Okay. But it's back to like the Morris Fletcher thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because in that episode, he like smacks Scully on the butt. Oh, really? If you remember. He, like, pats her on the butt and then leaves, and she's, like, very upset about it. But uh, apparently, um, when Frohiki was dragging Scully away, she um, smacked him on the butt. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I didn't either. And apparently I, remember, just, I do remember him smacking her on the ass, but yeah, I didn't see... I didn't even notice that in this episode. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um... I just like, I think that's not cute because ill, but I kind of wish I would have noticed that, but that's fine. Um, I don't know why I find this funny, but when this episode aired, Fox promoted it with the tagline, what's gotten into Scully? Tonight, when Scully hits Vegas, you'll see a side of her you've never seen before. <laughs> okay. She's on drugs. <laughs> Ooh. Overall, this episode, I feel like as far as like ratings and stuff go, it's like pretty neutral. Like no one hates this episode, but it's like it is just kind of a filler episode. Um, But it's fun. And it's like, I mean, I'm sure most people are like, "Mm, Mulder's not here. True. I don't like it when I'm like, that's fine. But I also like when episodes are like not the norm. Like, I love, like, background information episodes. Yeah. I know, like, almost no one else does, but, like, especially on The Walking Dead when they would have basically zero action shows, but you were just, like, learning about a character. Love that. Made me so happy. Um, But that's, like, kind of the same vibe as this. Yeah. But, I mean, I would say get used to it because we're coming into a season where he's not going to be around very much. We get new agents. And I like them. If you didn't want a spoiler, sorry. <laughs> so sorry. You've had years. Um, yeah, exactly. 
But yeah, the only other thing that I like got from this is that this is one of the only ones that they like film on site. So they they went to Vegas. They did go to Vegas, wow. but only two days were allotted for um, Vegas filming. So actually, Jillian didn't even actually ever have to leave L.A. All of her filming was not done in Vegas, but some of the shots were done in Vegas. Oh, yeah, because I guess she was like inside of a hotel yeah room right but i guess the shots on the stripper um actually vegas which is so funny because it looks completely different than what vegas looks like right now yeah it looks like so small and dinky i mean i think that vegas well i think vegas is always sad but um i don't know i still want to go though fuck vegas but i'll go again i just want to go for the food honestly yeah let's be real (laughs) i mean i'm pretty sure that we can get to vegas for like 100 bucks so um do you have anything else no that's it okay so season six episode 21 is called field trip um so (laughs) i'm really excited about this one the skeletal remains of a young couple are found found after they have been missing for only three days in an area known for UFO activity, Mulder and Scully have different experiences in the investigation, but nothing is quite as it seems. Mm-hmm. Woo. Okay. Um, so that was it. We, we really can... want to go to our plant shop and enjoy the warmness. So we'll see you next week. I just said that, didn't I? Anyways, um, you can follow us and like us on Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon at UFO Party Pod. <laughs> <laughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon for as little as three dollars a month. Get access to exclusive episodes where we have the X Files movie, we have X Files fanfic, and we have cryptids and conspiracies. Mulder comes on totally, um, and you can like buy our merch and stuff, and share us with your friends and support our podcast. Yay! So we can make our own merch for you because we have so many good ideas in our little plant brains. Yeah. Um, but yeah and stay safe stay spooky bye bye